This podcast is brought to you by A Hotel Life, an award-winning travel website and community founded by Ben Pundell. This episode features Vivi Bacos, also known as Blondish, DJ, producer, activist. Basically, a hotel life live was started to keep people in and around the travel, hotel, and hospitality industry connected, informed, and hopefully a little bit entertained. You do all of those things very, very well. So I am thrilled to be chatting to you today, Viv, for many reasons. One, it's so nice to see your face. Secondly, to say thank you for everything that you've been doing and keeping us entertained during these absolutely mental times. And thirdly, I, I, I really, you know, am fascinated to hear what's going on in your industry, which seems to have come to a halt. So with that said, Viv, how are you? How are you doing? Where are you? And how are you quarantining? My quarantine is the best thing that ever happened. We're in Miami. And that's why I'm able to be so positive with everyone and just really like share and, and just push, push content out, push happiness, push positivity, do research, just because I'm, I'm, in, I'm in a good place here. I'm not taking it for granted. And that's why you see what you do online. And thanks for, for, for pushing out all the happiness that you do. How are things professionally with you, which is a weird question, because those of you that don't know, which would be weird, otherwise I wouldn't be watching, but you are a DJ and a producer. It's the beginning of what would be festival season. And I know that's huge. So, so how are things professionally? We're adapting now, but there's so much opportunity. Like, just to give you a bit of context, yes, we don't have gigs. Soon we'll be able to play for 10 people. In July, we can, you know, probably play in outdoor venues in Ibiza. They're already testing it out. You know, they're, they're going with the restaurants first, the licenses. So there'll mm -hmm. be events. There'll probably be more events around restaurants outside on the beach. So, you know, there'll be just some different rules in Ibiza. So that's physical events in Spain and uh, Europe. Is that, probably is, that, is that in Miami or you said, you said Ibiza? This is for Ibiza. This is from what I know. Yeah, I don't really actually uh, pay attention too much. It's just what my managers like call me like, hey, you're ready to go to Ibiza kind of thing. Yeah. Yes. Um, yes, I am. So, yeah, I mean, listen, it was, it, was, it was a yes because I'm, I'm inherently meant to go on the road. Like I've programmed myself. But at the same time, I really enjoy being stationary. So in this next phase, I would love to find the balance between that because I do... I never felt I never felt what a weekend is like what well, to have a weekend and now right. I know now I know and I really appreciate it and now it makes me think about family and having a family and all that kind of stuff but back to the gigs so we have the physical touring which we will slowly go back to but never go back to fully till there's this vaccine and makes people uh, comfortable there's also all these different worlds that are opening up you know, virtual worlds, the, the Twitch world, all the different live streaming platform worlds that everyone, all the brands, promoters, DJs are adapting to, the ones that, you know, want to bring value to their community. Then you also have gaming. There's all these new media worlds that we can now, as DJs, share our music and actually, you know, be a part of. And also diff those are different revenue streams, which we never actually thought about before because we were so busy touring when we didn't have time for that. 
Or at least we didn't, you know, we weren't concentrating on well, it. Well, that's fascinating. My next question what was going to be, how are, you, how are you adapting to this new world, not being able to travel? How are you staying busy and creative? Gaming is not something I, I was expecting to, to hear from you. It's not something I know anything about, but what, what's the... Neither what, did I. The, yeah. <laughs> nothing. I knew nothing about gaming, but it's, it's, a, it's a world. The fact is it's a world and it's huge. Right, right. It's huge and there's music. Music plays a part in gaming. Music goes hand in hand with gaming. You know, so there are all these new media things, AR, VR, mixed reality, the, music lives there and has a, has a really important place there. So why not get involved with it or see how, you know, you can cross collaborate the worlds, cross pollinate. Right, are, you, are you currently missing, missing touring and playing gigs? I don't miss the traveling. I'll be honest. Let's be honest here. Yeah. I don't miss the traveling because, you know, I can go play for two hours across the world and I'm, I take 24 hours to travel there. It's not, A, it's not sustainable. Right. B, it's not in line with my ethos. So what am I doing about it? And C, it's a long freaking time to be traveling across for gigs. But I, I, I miss, it's all about energy. I, I miss energy and that one vibe right. that you get when you have everyone in front of you on a dance floor. But I actually, you can also get that energy online because energy is, is not something, it, it, it's remote. It doesn't need a physical distance. But there's nothing like standing, you know, and I know this from last year, nothing like standing in the, in the crowd watching you DJ at DC10 in front of thousands of people. There's nothing, you can't beat that. You can't get that. You can't get that digitally. And I think yeah, that's what, no. you know, the, you, you just can't, yet. You can't get that feeling. Not you yet. can't get it yet. That's a that's a trillion dollar idea if you can get it, Ben. Let's let's talk offline about that. Yeah, yeah too sure, many, sure, too, sure. Too many people, too many people. <laughs> um, <clears throat> you you are one of my you know personal heroes. Talking about your ethos, you fight tirelessly to advocate for a plastic-free entertainment and festival industry. And you started a campaign called Bye Bye Plastic, which, you know, I fully admire you for and you inspire me. What motivated you to start Bye Bye Plastic and, and where can you take that? It started because in, you know, in my immediate circles, which is music and gathering, people, parties, events, I, I felt a disconnect with the way we were partying, you know, because a lot of times when I, when I get booked for gigs, I, they're like in paradise locations, whether it's Tulum, Mykonos, Ibiza, and a lot of them are in the jungle or outside. And, you know, when you see that that disconnect between the, the plastic use and all the traveling we do to get to that island to, to do the party, um, I felt I could change something. And that's how kind of how Bye Bye Plastic was born, because the single-use plastic is something that I can speak to anyone about and we can actually have a conversation. Where, you know, at first, if I started with carbon carbon i can't have that conversation with everyone i couldn't have it two three years ago now i can right but it's it, because it, it's plastic is tangible you know it's something i can i can it's a gateway well it's tough as well when your business involves a lot of traveling i did an interview this morning and somebody told me that i need to put my money where my mouth is and actually stop traveling so much for business and they're absolutely right and that's very difficult to do if you're a dj and you're booked the other side of the world for a two-hour gig that's your livelihood that's that's what pushes a career forward. But, you know, I think we have to, we all have to try and adopt a more thoughtful lifestyle post-corona. Back to Bye Bye Plastic. You know, I know that you are bringing together a lot of DJs to kind of uh, work with you and, and to make sure it's on their riders, there's no plastic. But what can we do to help? What can the general public 
person do to help? The first thing you can do is just uh, any parties that you do go to advocate to them that this is important to you. Because if the promoters and the party goer, I mean, and the, like the clubs and the festivals are know that their direct customers don't want this anymore, uh, then they will listen to you. You guys are, let's say you do events as well, right? So you're, mm. you're, you're not just general public. You're also event, an event organizer, you know, and you guys do quite well already. It's just like communicating it all throughout the the process that you, you know, how, how, why you're making the decisions you're making and why you're not using plastic and, you know, really educating everyone. So they also become conscious about it. You can tell people about Bye Bye Plastic because we're constantly, we're doing live streams all the time. Now we're going to be, we really want to become a hub, like a safe ground for the music industry to come to us on their sustainable practices. You know what I mean? So that's why we're doing these weekly roundtables. We're getting all the industry, the music industry stakeholder, stakeholders together to really like, okay, guys, what are we doing? And we make shit happen. We make shit happen right now because we're at home and we have this time. We're gathering all the DJs and the agents and the managers to get on board because before they didn't have, a lot of people didn't have time. They had the intention, but not the time to adopt mm -hmm. the, you know, the echo riders and stuff. Mm -hmm. So right now we're also doing a lot of research and reporting and gathering data because before we started all this, we didn't know this. Now we know that you need data to work backwards. Of like, That's exactly where do we want to go? You know? And the really cool thing that we're, I, I am kind of veering off the question, but we made a ambitious goal for ourselves. 2025, no more single use plastic in the music industry. So Wow. We got to accelerate this thing big time. So how can we do it? So right now, what we figured out in quarantine is how can we reprogram our behavior? Because even if we have an intention to not use plastic, we don't have choices sometimes. That's you true. know, just like with planes, we don't have a choice to take a biofueled plane. We, you know, that's another conversation. Um, but so what we did is everyone is basically hanging out online right now for live streams and there's hundreds of millions of people playing games. So Minecraft is a, the sec, well, I think the second biggest game, I, I could be wrong, but Fortnite and, and, uh, Minecraft is the second. Some of the game. statistics around gaming are absolutely mind blowing. I've just been reading about them myself. I, I knew nothing about the industry. It's incredible. It, it is incredible. So the point is, is that now we're, there's a Minecraft festival happening and all like 50 different crews around electronic music are setting up a stage on this <clears throat> Minecraft server and millions of people are going to come to this festival in the end of June. Amazing. And they're supporting Bye Bye Plastic. Amazing. So the whole idea is we want to inf infiltrate this third place, which is this online world right now. And we'll, you know, when you're hanging out on a, in a game, you make friends. You, you, you make friends in there, and those friends are real friends. When you come back to your real life, and you've been kind of not programmed, but it makes sense to you online not to use plastic, and we're going to have, like, buy-back plastic team in the game and everything. Yes. When you come back to real life partying, you know, some of those people will be, like, they'll, they'll switch. They'll switch, and then they won't want plastic also in their, you know, in their real life. As you said before, they might not have the option to not use plastic or not be, be offered a plastic alternative in the 
hotel or, or nightclub or festival that they're at. But maybe there's also accreditation that you could offer a buy-by plastic accreditation. So it could be, you know, this venue is accredited as a buy-by plastic, you know, I don't know. That's just something, something I think would. Uh... Yeah, no, we do. Yeah, we definitely do that. We were implement, we implement the oceanic standard because they've ah. done a lot of beautiful work. But we're also, you know, what we're doing is we're, this is what you guys can help with for sure, is that we're, we're concentrating also B2B because mm-hmm. B2C is, so is, 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 is important, but it's been moving small steps. So it's like we're partnering with big brands that right. are in our ethos to do contests. Like, let's do the Plastic Free Summer Series. We part, you know, we already created the movement, partner with a, like a, a, a brand, I don't know, let's say Adidas. And they can help you make the plastic, um, make the music industry plastic free with us. We can do contests, give away prizes, you know, incentivize it. I love it. Well, count addition in, you know that. Chisel, always. Absolutely. Teammates. All right. So moving swiftly on, Viv, you are an absolute master of the social digital uh, world. It's admirable. Uh, It's a 46 year old man who only used uh, Instagram live for the first time when I started doing this. Um, you were actually my first Twitch. You were my very first Twitch. And because of that, I now see a whole different Twitch world. Where do your skills come from? And, you know, what's, what, what, what do you think the role of digital media is in a, in a post-corona world? It's, it's going to become like a third leg, the digital world. It's, it's really going to become a third leg. If you see what's going on, like there's so much drive right now. Because music, you can't you can't silence the music industry. It's not going to go away. So we're going to adapt. Whatever it is, yeah. you've seen it. You've seen it. You've seen it from from MP. You know, from physical to MP3 to streaming, we adapt. Um, so the you know, tech, and technology plays a huge role in that. And um, live streaming is just going to become your third leg. And what was the question again? Because I definitely have something to say. Uh, yes, you do. Yes. I said, what, what do you think the future of digital platforms will be in a post-corona corona world? And that's kind of a loaded question. You already, we already know the answer, but I, I wonder what you're veering towards. And the gaming piece is, is fascinating. We have our physical world, which we exist in. But now you can also exist in many different worlds. TikTok is a world. Twitch is a world where you have your own community. You can bring value to it. Yeah. So games, these games are also another world. How many worlds are you represented in? I never counted. Right. I never counted, but I definitely, yeah, I need someone to, it's hard to manage all that stuff. So you need, actually, there's all these new, actually, roles, like jobs being created because of all these new role, worlds that are right. opening up. So look, jobs are being created. Uh, people are being influenced positively about things like plastic usage and, you know, carbon offsetting and stuff so so there is some definitely some positives beyond just it being a platform to to get your creative work out yeah for sure i mean i'm going to take my fans with me on tour like i i can't i i can't even imagine a world without live streaming anymore so when i go on tour if i have a residency in ibiza or or whatnot i'll be live streaming so i can bring value to the community and bring them with me when i'm not even you know when they can't be there because not everyone's going to be able to travel in the next year so then do you think that, because obviously there are a lot of artists, there's a lot of great DJs and producers who are brilliant with music, but I think now, unless they're also great technologically and know how to uh, implement, 
you know, a kind of implement digitally, then they might not succeed. So it's really important that people do live in lots of different worlds. Everyone has a different uh, goal and, and intention in life, but I, it's very important. You don't need to exist in different worlds per se, but you do need to understand how to bring value to your community and how are you doing that. Right. You know what I mean? So that could be somehow soon in the physical space, but it just makes sense that you're connected technologically as well. So moving on then, do you think this is the reset the world needs or do you think we're going to go back to business as usual or, or something in between? Listen, when I, when I ride my bike and I see uh, masks and these, uh, those gloves everywhere all over the streets, it makes me... This is a hard question for me to answer. You know why? Because I, I get facts and I, I'm going to, I don't want to be negative. So the answer to this question is that we don't need everyone to hit. We need a critical mass to actually make change happen. Right. Mm -hmm. I don't know what percent of that, that is. It's around, let's say 20%. Okay. To, for actual change that we want to happen. But like when, I get stats from the, like, for instance, from the plastic, the top plastic producers in the world. The last two months has been the top two months of plastic production in the world, uh, like ever in history. We're making all these efforts on the consumer end and there is change happening, but is it quick enough to support <clears throat> what we need done? Like, I don't know the answer and, but I, I'm not going to stop working at it. You know, right. we have, our intent, where there's a will, there's a way. And we have a real serious will here. We've got to do what we can with what we've got. And, and if it means that we have jurisdiction over, over something like plastic, then let's, let's do that. There's no point me doing any, trying to do anything about renewable energy because I just don't have that power. But as far as plastic is concerned, you know, absolutely. And, and I think we all have a responsibility. The last thing we can do is think that some, everybody else is taking care of it. So we've got to start making that effort ourselves. So if you go to a hotel room with a plastic bottle in it, put it outside the door, call them and say, can you pick up my plastic bottle and replace it with a jug of purified water? If enough people do that, they'll stop using plastic. Yeah, for sure. Every time I stay at a hotel, when I did on tour, I spoke with the hotel if there was plastic. And if it, there wasn't, I also had a conversation with them because they're great to connect with. We need like a, a key that we can just turn that like kind of gives us some nitro fuel ahead. I wish we had that. I wish we had that. We can create it. Something really cool that we're doing, Ben, is uh, we're, we're starting a TV network with Abracadabra. So it's basically, uh, we're going to launch, launch in two weeks or maybe on the 30th, but we have a big festival, 12th to the 14th in June. And it's, it's, it's a TV channel, basically. You can come there any time of the day and you'll be getting good content to create, you know, so, so you can sh we can show you how to create your own reality around magic, music, um, you know, sustainability, wellness, everything, all in one. Amazing. Well, please, please, please let us know how we can support that, either through a hotel life or with addition or, or what have you. We'd love, to, we'd love to support that in any way we can. Uh, Viv, quick fire round, quick fire round. Add a little levity to, uh, to the conversation. Uh, childhood nickname? Viv. Viv. Uh, favorite gig you've ever played? Uh, cliche, but Burning Man. Sunrise. Respect. Respect.
I want to know what love is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, what would be a future dream collaboration? Uh, Etienne Rousseau. Perfect. You've been thinking about that one. If you could throw a party for anybody, dead or alive, no budget restrictions, what would it look like? Oh, my God. I answered this question like a few years ago. Oh. Definitely Prince. Definitely yes. Prince. Yes. Definitely Prince. Um, I love Shaka Khan. That was sick at edition opening. Mm -hmm. Shaka Khan's, you know, just get all the legends together and make it all a surprise. You know, everyone, you just think everyone's coming for a little dinner or something and just going, wow. Boom. So you'd throw the party for Prince. Shaka Khan would perform. She'd have the fans with the hair going and I'm in. And aphrodisiacs galore. Joining. Irina, Purple Rain at Cirque Chitan. Yes, that was so epic. Um, exactly. Stuff that, like that, that you know, Purple we already kind of did it. <laughs> that's exactly right. Almost without, yeah, but we need to bring, we need to bring Prince back. Okay. First place you'll travel to when the uh, restrictions are lifted. I don't want to travel. See you in a bit. I'll go see my, I'll go, I'm going to go see oh. my family in Montreal and then head back to Europe. Yeah. But Miami, yeah, I'm family. becoming a resident of the U S right now. Family first. Oh, you're becoming a resident of the U S. Yeah, my in Florida. What was the decision to do that? I like it here. I like customer service. I like uh, things can move. People are people are up. You know, you can have five minute meetings. People want to make things move, make action happen. So U.S. is the place to be. I agree. I became a U.S. citizen last year, and um, because I did not want to live in a country where I couldn't vote. Okay, Big so uh, fav favorite hotel in the world. Edition. Wow, damn good answer. Um, <laughs> quarantine, quarantine skill you've discovered. Live streaming. Mango, Live streaming. Ma making anything with mangoes. There's a mango tree here. Brilliant. Amazing. Okay, one last question, Viv. You've been yep. an inspiration to me. You've been an inspiration to many, many uh, people in the DJ producer world, especially young, young girls um, or young women. So any, any advice for people at this point who are looking to get into the music industry? Make music, obviously. Uh, once you find your passion, couple it with a purpose. You know, because that that's what's going to propel you forward, honestly. And and message all your um, idols right now if you need advice or anything, because everyone has time. So once you find your, your passion, couple it with a purpose and then find out who your idols are and hit them up right now while they're in quarantine. Yeah, that send them music. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely brilliant advice. I know you are busy. Keep doing what you're doing, Viv, because you're inspiring so many people and you're influencing huge part of the generation that really counts and can make a difference. Thank you very, very much for being so generous with your time. Tomorrow at 4 p.m. New York City time, I'm always doing human nature on Twitch. That's where we're making shit happen too. Music is so good, Viv. The music is so good. Thank you so much. Take care. Bye, everyone. Right. Love you. See you. Bye now. Bye-bye. This podcast is brought to you by A Hotel Life, an award-winning travel website and community founded by Ben Pundell. This episode features Vivi Bacos, also known as Blondish, DJ, producer, activist. Activist.